easily irritated when not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to another episode of Easily Irritated with stand-up comedian Mike McCowan. Happy Sunday, you filthy animals. Happy Sunday! It's getting hot in Arizona. There's blizzards happening in the rest of the world. It's still winter, but no. Summer it is for us! Just another unfair thing in an unfair world. Well, friends, some stuff to talk about, you know? People trying to cancel Eminem. Silliness. Silly silliness. You trying to cancel Eminem? I thought he he's not even re- releasing music anymore in person. He's like this like little shut-in that just like writes songs quiet in his dark little library like the beast from the beauty and the beast just all there with his his rapping and writing teapots and tea kettles they help him write his music they're magical you know now people are trying to cancel him on tiktok or maybe it was a joke i hope it was a joke and people were just trolling because if they were actually trying to cancel him for the the way you lie song, uh, the lyrics uh, tie you. I'm gonna if you try to leave me again, I'm gonna tie you to the bed and uh, light you on fire and watch the whole house burn down and some shit. I butchered those lyrics, but that is what I do. Not good with uh, remembering lyrics in the badass way they're written, even my own, you know feel like if I ever performed music in front of people, say, all right, guys, this is a song that I wrote. Not quite sure how it goes. Yeah. We'll see. You can't take artists seriously about, like, it's art, you know? It's like looking at a picture of a naked wom- woman, like a painting of a naked woman, being like, That's fucking pornography, and I'm not okay with it. Mm, No, I don't think I've ever masturbated to art, necessarily. Not that I remember, anyway. Usually stick with that with the porn stuff, you know? I mean, Bad Flower, it's like a punk rock band. Bad Flower, half his songs are suicide notes. Probably more than half, you know? He has a song called Daddy that's about, uh, about, uh, like, a dad that, like, molests the daughter. I don't think he molested anybody. I think it's fucking art, man. There's the line. If Daddy only stopped when she begged him before, he'd be so much more. She'd be so much more. If Daddy only stopped when she begged him before... Then another one, with the rum on his breath and her on his mind, there's no one around to witness the crime. 
A scream won't sound past the property line. Listen, they're all, they're all words, man. They're all art. It's the whole purpose of writing stories, you know. I do not think that the writer of Twilight actually encountered sparkly vampires, or she could be crazy, you know, or she could be a fucking writer. Either way, it's a topsy-turvy world we live in. We want to cancel people right away for not doing anything. I mean, one of my favorite bands, Motionless and White, has a song called "Soft," and it it says, "I'm insane. I'm insane in the membrane. I want to fuck your face with a switchblade." Now, I don't actually think Chris Motionless wants to fuck anybody. In the face with a switchblade, maybe with his cock. I don't know, but it's all silliness. You can't cancel people for that shit. I mean, I've said awful things on this podcast, probably, probably even not that、um, long distance away. But they're jokes, you know. You can't take everything seriously. It's like when you write a song. If you write a song about Making a deal with the devil. I don't actually think you have made a deal with a horned fella named Satan. You know, people are too literal nowadays. What I am excited about, though, gotta tell you, the Army Hammer thing. Now I'm gonna be honest with you. The actor Army Hammer. The reason I clarify that it's the actor Army Hammer. Is because when I first heard about the Army Hammer, Army Hammer, cannibalism thing, I thought, "Holy shit! Holy moly! Are you telling me the Mister Clean guy on the Arm and Hammer stuff? He's also an actor and a cannibal? No way! Turns out, it is." That's correct. No way.、Uh, turns out Mike McCowan not that on top of current events. You know, not uh not popular ones anyway. No, I figured out later. Army Hammer is the actor in Lone Ranger. But in my defense, in that movie, he's wearing a mask. You know, I don't care to look up his IMDb. But you know. I am excited of the fact that、uh, we might have、uh, Yoshikage Kira in our midst. You know, from JoJo, the the creepy, like blonde dude that carries around severed hands in his pockets from women, and it's like somewhat sexual, and he puts a sandwich on the severed hand and feeds it to himself. That could be real life for us. We could have a real one of those. Now, granted, he's not going to have a badass superpower slash extension of his soul called Killer Queen that that can explode shit and things, but you know he is、uh, rich and powerful. So, yeah, apparently there is like a side, of, like he was sharing text messages with girls, his DMs on Instagram, and.、Uh, The girls released his side of it, and then later released their sides of it too. So 
uh, the girls seem to be into this like cannibal fantasy thing. Like he's like, you're so hot. I'm so hard right now. I want to cut off your toe and carry it around in my pocket all day and hold it and think of you. All right. That's a little weird. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a tad odd. You know, I don't often go on dates with people or even have sex with them and think, God, I would really love to cut off your your baby pinky finger. Just your pinky, though, not your thumb. I'm not going to be a dick about it. But if you really love me, you will let me just cut off the whole pinky finger and I just want to nibble on the tip. Just instead of smoking, you know, that's how I'm going to wean my hand and mouth habit. I'm going to take out your pinky finger, I'm going to stick it in my mouth, and I'm going to I'm going to eat your fingernails until I get to the skin and then I'll start nibbling on the skin until I finish the whole finger should take me about a month. You know, day by day slowly nibbling. Uh, and then I'm going to move on to the other pinky finger in your left hand. You know? I just don't see the end game. Even if it's all sexual fantasy. When is it weird? You know? Like, I was walking my dog the other day. My neighborhood. You know, it's not a public park, but it's like a grassy knoll like a grassy area where your dogs can play and stuff off the side of the road but still in a very very public place and um this dude was throwing a ball for his dog and his girlfriend you know i said hi and she barked at me you know clearly a sexual thing you know she's wearing a collar She's on an extending leash. That's when it becomes weird for me. You made your private thing my problem. Like, you brought it to my attention and brought it into my world, into the public world. You know? I'm not like myself on my podcast all the time. Just, because I would have no friends. People would run right away from me. People would call the cops. I have to be quiet in real life, you know? I have to act as a mirror. I'm constantly manipulating the people I'm around, except if I really care about you, you know? I just hold up like a little mirror and I say half-truths, so I essentially just reflect their personality back at me, or their personality back at them, to make them feel more comfortable. And it's not necessarily not what I think or feel. It's just, again, half-truths, you know? But if you know me and you're friends with me, you know, and uh, you know the good, the bad, and the crazy, then uh, there's, no, there's no bullshit in you, you know? And I have... Uh, Three friends in particular that can do that with me. Uh, if you have those friends, it's good. You have to listen to them. They'll stop you from doing horrendous things. I bought what well, I was given, but either way, 
I wore them. Suspenders. Skinny jeans suspenders. My best friend said, you know what? You've done a lot of weird things. You dress very wild. Cool, even. That isn't cool. You look like you suck all the dicks. Now, whether you want to suck all the dicks or not, that's up to you. But you shouldn't look like you want to suck all the dicks, you know? You shouldn't look like a little twink boy just prancing around, you know? You want to appear tough a little bit, you know? And he was right, because I saw a uh, guy with long hair, dark long hair, clearly the prettiest queen there in that hookah club that we were in at a pandemic. I don't know why, you know? That hookah bar, by the way, was packed for it being a pandemic. But I saw that guy walk in with the same suspenders that I have. I looked at Austin, and I was like, I get it now. I doubted you before, but I get it. I saw what I would have looked like, and I com- I will never doubt you again, you know? Anyway, back to Army Hammer. My thing is, when does it become weird? Like the girl at the park. The couple at the park. Throwing balls for your significant other. Throwing the tennis ball. I think it was a frisbee, actually, if I'm going to be completely accurate. But, like, some of the stories from those women for Army Hammer was like, he's... uh, really into cannibal fantasies. He even goes as far as to put, uh, get like the zombie molds, like the brain Halloween molds, and put meat in there, like meatloaf and shit. And so he, so he's like, in his mind, he's like, I'm eating a brain, like a little kid would pretend. Like, when is it weird? I get it. It's a sexual fantasy. But are we... Like, why is it not weird then, too, right? So you can be, you can, like, do role-playing as a cannibal or a serial killer and do fucked-up shit, but as long as it has sex as a covering blanket statement, you're fine? All right. I mean, people do whatever they want. It doesn't bother me, except when you're, like, at the park and you bark at me, you know? I didn't do anything. You can't be a nice dog. You can choose to be what kind of dog you want to be. And you want to be aggressive? What would the, like, like if a dog attacks you, right? Cops show up. Like, well, the dog fucking attacked me. So I kicked him in the head. Killed him. What do you do if it's a person? This person is barking at me. It's growling at me. And then it launched at me. And it was a woman, an adult woman, but she was acting like a dog. And she attacked me, did the same thing, kicked her head, kicked her in the head, broke her neck. Am I a murderer now? Or are we just going to accept her reality and I'm just an animal killer? Either way, self-defense in this hypothetical, you know? I'm just saying, where is the line, you know? 
if I wanted to have, if I'm having sex with my partner or girlfriend or whatever, I don't, I'm not dating anybody, but I'm just saying if I'm, if I'm having sex with them and I'm saying like every time we have sex, I'm a blue flounder. I am a blue flounder and I will act as such. All right. Unless you spit on me and keep me alive, I will start to flop. All right. Because I'm out of water. I'm a fish out of water. Now, if it's accepted in the bedroom and I'm a flounder. Okay. They start doing it in real life. Now it's weird. It was weird before. You're flopping like a fish in bed. Naked. While having sex with your significant other. And then you're out there. In the world. Acting like a flounder. Now it's weird? It was weird before, all right? I just think he can call himself a cannibal, you know. All I'm a I'm a special effects makeup artist, Army Hammer. If you you're not listening to this, but you know what? I would make you I would make you body parts and you could stuff it full of like real meat and like squeeze it out. We could make fake bones together. Ah. Uh, what a fun career to just, I mean, dude, if you, could, if you could figure out a way to cast fake body parts like prosthetics and fake arms and fake fingers and fake heads and bones and shit and blood, but it'd all be real edible, like meat, like, or, you know, whatever, that'd be dope. You could solve a lot of cannibal problems for, uh. I mean, Armory Hammer can't be the only cannibal out there. There's got to be other cannibals just like, you know how they say about pedophiles? If there's like, like, just because you don't act doesn't mean you're like not a pedophile. It's got to be the same for like cannibals, you know? You're sitting there, you're like, maybe you're at a coffee shop, you're sipping your coffee, pretending to write your novel or your screenplay. You're really thinking about the barista, and the barista's thinking, oh, that guy's checking me out. But really, that guy's thinking about how she would taste over, like, a slow cooker or a smoker, you know? Maybe some mesquite smoke pellets. Really give it that, you know, down-home rich taste. I was reading up on it. Apparently, cannibals, like... Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer used to call people long pigs. We're the other dark meat. Which is just disturbing, but also pretty damn funny if you think about it. That's what's always mind-boggled my mind, you know? If we're so close to apes, then how come we look... How come, like, our skin and our fingers look like pig feet, you know? Go look at a pig feet at the grocery store. Looks real similar to human fingers. And I gotta be honest, a lot of fat Americans, they look a little closer, like, white fat Americans look a little closer to, like, bloated pigs than they do to uh, apes. Maybe we were a crossbreed. A pig monkey, a monkey pig, an ape pig, a pig ape.
I like monkey pig. Monkey pig is fun. But, as with the sensitive culture, I could see monkey pig being taken as a uh, offensive slur real quick. You know, I have heard of the replacement for the R word. I've heard it from quite a few different, like, social gatherings, and it makes me happy every time. I've never seen the movie, but I kind of don't want to now. I I know the I I know the, the the meaning behind the insult. Instead of calling someone the R word, you know, you say, "All right, peanut butter falcon," because there is a special needs boy in that movie, and uh, that's about all I know about it. You know, never seen the movie. But the fact that um, it was so it was such a quick turnaround makes me happy. It was such a quick turnaround. Oh, we can't use the R word? Okay. Peanut butter falcon. It means the same thing. But this is the first one that I've heard that's not a medical diagnosis, you know? You know, because... The R word was, in fact, a medical diagnosis. So it was, like, mongoloid and, I think, idiot, too. I could be wrong about that one. Again, I do read books, but those books seldom contain facts. Unless there are facts about Krypton. But they're, it's impossible, you know? You can't have about... You can't have facts about things that don't exist which is a shame because I know quite a lot of facts about Superman and werewolves you know not together I've never read a comic book where Superman fights a werewolf but if that were to happen it would be dope you know could Superman defeat a supernatural presence like a werewolf I mean is a werewolf magical I guess so, right? I guess a werewolf would be magical. And then in that case, in wolf form against Superman, Superman is vulnerable to magic. So we could have a rumble on our hands. A Superman werewolf rumble. Now, I think Batman could beat a werewolf. But Superman? Superman's a little bitch boy. Superman's a little boy scout and a little bitch boy. He uses his powers too willy-nilly, you know? He relies too much on them. You know what Batman relies on? Nothing. His money, sure. His gadgets, sure. But where Superman, Clark Kent, he, he came from nothing, a farm... And then in the time that he could have been building an empire, because he was friends with Lex Luthor, and he could have been an actual better hero, um, he went the other way, became a news reporter, and wears a costume made of his baby blankets that his human mother made him. Gotta tell ya, sounds pretty white trash to me. Sounds more white trash than Peter. From Marvel, Spider-Man, you know, Peter Parker. People give him shit a lot because he had a part-time job and was a superhero. But he was a college student, too. 
What did, what did Superman do? He piggybacked on Lois Lane's stories about himself, about his alter ego. He's like, yeah, I just had an interview with uh, Superman. Did you know that Krypton also has Pop-Tarts? You just make up shit. I wish I had that for myself, you know? I just interviewed with the Mad King, Mike McCallan, today. Aren't you Mike? No, I'm, I'm Kent. I'm Kent Connor. Kent Connors. Well, Connor Kent is Superboy, so. See, see what I mean when you read books? You're pulling, pulling from all the things you read and you intake. But when you read bullshit, you can only spew bullshit. You know? I don't read books about facts and history and thoughts and mind-changing ideas. No, I read Final Crisis and Green Lantern and Batman, The Battle for the Cowl, you know? Reading the Shadowhunters book series written for teenagers doesn't make you a smart man. Means you know how to read. That's what it means. I'm a good writer because I read a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like, it improves aspects of your life. You, you will obviously become a better writer if you read a lot. But, again, read books with facts, you know? If you want to have conversations with real humans. But whatevs my bevs. Chris is back. Yeah. Released a podcast episode for the first time in like, what, six months to a year? I mean, kudos. You shouldn't have disappeared in the first place, buddy. But kudos to you for finally being honest. I've said it for a while. Comedians, artists in general, musicians, they all have a darkness, all right? We all have a darkness. So if you tell me you don't drink and you don't do drugs and you've never drank and you've never done drugs, all right, that's a blank statement and it leaves a lot of other avenues to express your darkness. Because you have darkness, there's a reason why you're on stage pining for attention it's not because you're a healthy young man no we're all fucked up we're all fucked up fucked up in some way but what i liked about his video his like it's been a while video if you looked at it on youtube it's fucking nine minutes but riveting piece of comedy really it's honestly I would consider it his best comics, uh, comedian special. His best comedy special was right there. It's been a while. Because it's the only time he was actually being honest about his actual life. And it's even funnier that he played the victim. Like, whoever his marketing team is, is a genius. Like, listen, Chris, we know you were accused of doing some inappropriate stuff with these girls. But if we learned anything from Russell Brand, it's that 
wanting to have sex with a lot of strangers is a disease. And we can exploit that, buddy. So when you make your video, you just make sure that you tell everybody that you're a sex addict. Because what that means is you have a disease and you're a victim. And you know what you can't do is victim blame. I mean, hilarious. Do I think wanting to have sex with a bunch of strangers is a disease? Yeah. I think what's going on with Mr. Delia is a little deeper than just a sex addiction, you know? As a huge Russell Brand fan, they're not on the same plane. They're not even on the same planet. You know, I know they get a lot of comparisons. I, I like Crystalia. I always thought he had a lot of potential. I watched all his specials. He does this weird little accent. Kind of sounds like... Me and my, but, my buddy said it best one day. We were watching one of his specials. And he goes, I, I get it now. He's doing... He's doing drunk adult. He's doing adult baby talk. Which is drunk adult. He's just mimicking a really drunk person, which is wild because he's never drank alcohol. But, and that's your character, you know, it's weird. But I felt, always felt like his, uh, his comedy was, you know, written for, you know, it, it was always described to me by other people as white girl comedy. And that's like, you're going on stage, writing comedy, writing jokes that you think will like get you laid or you will get you attention from female audience members and stuff. And that's not how you become a good, you know, comedian. But, I mean, people do, rock stars do that all the time. Rock stars become rock stars because they want to, I mean, not always, but a lot, a lot you know. I'm going to become a bass player for fucking Motley Crue. I know women are going to come along the way because of the band's reputation. So, you know, it's not a, like a, it's a sleazy thing for sure, but it's not like a evil thing, I would say, necessarily. But, I don't know. I think he, I think after, if he talks about it, he a lot talks about his, like, darkness honestly in a funny captivating way i think he could be one of the greatest comedians like of our generation but do i think that's going to happen no because i don't have a lot of high hopes for uh, people a lot of people take the easy way out and you already disappeared for six months after allegations came against you you didn't even fight them really at all you had your people fight your battles for you it already shows weakness. Whereas my spirit animal, Brian Callen, also a friend of Chris D'Elia, you know, stuff came against him. He was like, all right, fuck it. I'll take a break from my show for a little while so I don't pull my best friend under the bus with me. And I'll come back when ad advertisers are okay with me being back. Meanwhile, I'm going on a Patreon and going on with my other comedian buddies you know, Steve Byrne and Sam Tripoli, and we're going to start our own podcast. I'm not going to let these people get me down. I know I'm innocent. My fans know I'm innocent. Fuck them. 
And I like that mentality because I share that mentality. Yeah. Don't let other people tell you how to live your life. That's why you're a performer, an artist. So you don't have to let people tell you how to run your life, how to run your business. No. It's about freedom. And when you take a break, even from public like opinion, you're saying, I care too much about what you think than to do what I want. And uh, that's a problem for me. When, I, when a band writes a song and releases it out into the world, I don't, I don't think their first thought is, well, we can't say anything too risque, you know? We don't want to upset the masses. Bad Flower, one of my favorite bands besides Motionless and White, they wrote a song called Die that essentially said they wanted President Trump to die during 2019 is when the album was released. But it's, you know, it's art. You want to upset the mass. You want to poke? You want to stir the waters a little bit, man. You want to steer it up a little bit. No bad, no press is bad press unless it's all bad press. You know? That's Ari Shafir's problem. Anyway, I do appreciate fighting back against cult, uh, against cancel culture. Because, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy that um, people can just bully somebody into just giving up on their hopes and dreams. Like, oh yeah, you know this career that you worked your entire life for, 20 years for? We're just going to take it away, just like that. Just because you said something that we don't find funny. Or you did something and we believed a rumor over you. And I don't like that. I don't care for it. Happened to me my entire childhood, blamed for things in it. Do. Now as an adult, I get uh, pretty defensive real fast if I'm accused of something that I am definitely didn't do. So, I mean, I guess it shows a different kind of patience if you think about it another way. Taking a break for six months under public fire. But then Brian Callen says, I'm looking at you fire in the face. And I'm whipping my dick up in the fire. Whisping it through the flames. You're not burning me. Because I'm Brian Callen. That's what he did. You know? He danced naked over the coals. When the fire was at its highest. You know? Whereas Chris D'Elia was hiding in the bushes. Because the heat was too, too much for him. But anyway. This has been another episode of Easily Irritated. With stand-up comedian Mike McCallan. Sorry, the podcast is a couple days late. I had a, um, I was going to release it on Thursday, and then I had a sore throat to the point where I couldn't talk. Started doing my podcast, and then my voice cracked, and uh, my vocal cords felt heavy. And I was like, well, you know, might upset some of you guys for it being late, but... At least you can understand me, you know? There's some influx to my voice. It's not just sounds like a robot 
all monotoned and ugly. Anyway, you know, stay safe. Things are opening back up. Things are getting back to normal. The stim everybody's getting their stimulus money. Everyone should be happy, rising up, getting their vaccines pretty soon. That's cool. Anyway, love you guys. You know, like, support the show. I'm out of here. Stay away from those Canadians. They're shifty ad and tr not trustworthy. They won't even allow me to go up there, you know? He said, yeah, we don't care. You dealt with your DUI, paid all your fines and shit. You can come into Canada in six years, motherfucker. Why? How does that make sense? I can go to Mexico now. Yeah? But Canada? I'm too good. Canada's too good for me, huh? Canada's a weird place. You have... It's like the hot... It's like a weird ratio there. You have beautiful women and the most ugly men. You know? Unless we're counting the cast of Degrassi, but I think that's probably a large percentage of good-looking men in Canada. That and Stephen Amell. Because... Woof. You know? But the women there, beautiful. It's a weird place. It doesn't make a lot of sense. They keep reproducing, and the women are still beautiful. The men are still ugly. I don't even know how the genetics works, you know? I'm not an anthropologist. I'm not a historian. I don't speak different languages. I'm not a linguinist. I don't think that's a thing. If it was, it'd be pretty, pretty cool. Anyway, I love the Canadians. It was just... Being silly. The Puerto Ricans, though. Well, I'll let you be the judge of that. You've been listening to Easily Irritated with comedian Mike McCowan. If you dig the show, then please like, subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the word. You can follow me on social media at Mike McCowan on YouTube. That's M-I-K-E-M-C-C-O-W-A-N and at Mike McCown Comedy on Instagram. If you're a gamer and you want to play with me on PlayStation, my gamer tag is Foster underscore Goblin. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and review our podcast page on Facebook. You can find it by searching Easily Irritated Podcast. Links all in the description.